three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. And it's good to be back doing this. I want to encourage you guys. Big shout out to those of you who have already listened to my first upload last evening. Hope uh, the rest of this week will bless you tremendously. And what a week as we are uh, not far out from Easter and continuing to look at how what the new normal is going to be and all those kind of things. I just want to encourage everybody to keep their eyes on Jesus and keep moving forward. And a, and a shout out to Lonnie and the others who actually uh, listen and give me feedback. So I really do appreciate them. And if you don't know how to give me feedback, I'm not even sure really how to do it, but I know you can go to my Facebook, the Bushnell Project on Facebook, and I think there's a way to do that. And those of you who are my sons and sons-in-law, of course, you guys know how to go get a hold of me as well. So we are uh, continuing. I want to go on this journey through Genesis, and potentially, if I do this long enough, maybe the Bible, and maybe not as in-depth as, as I am doing Genesis, but I think Genesis is a good place to kind of dig in a little bit. And this is obviously not huge going in, but this is, we are doing a little bit of looking at this and that. And so as we are in chapter 5 now and looking at the lineage, if you will, and the importance of the lineage. Of course, the Bible is is the book about God, the book about Jesus. And so we see in Genesis 3 that there is a that there, that man falls and there needs to be a savior and that is going to come through Adam's seed and we're going to pick that up here with Adam's genealogy in chapter 5 and we're going to see that it's Seth. And so let's just look at a couple of things because some of the big things people look at is how old they were and we probably had a, a slightly different environment back then before the flood and there's a lot of science involved in that, a lot of scientific debate because none of us were there when it happened but there's a lot of evidence toward different things and so I, I believe they probably did live a long, long time, and and if you were to look at uh, Roman history and the Chinese history, a lot of the ancient writings from those cultures and uh, uh, from Asia and Asia Minor and even Rome, that they that they had these at least myths, but what they would consider some history of men who did or kings that lived for a long, long time. And so there is a lot of evidence that would say, yeah, maybe they did. So I want to look at just a couple of things. First of all, Adam and Eve are created. They're not born. And they're put on a, a planet that is already producing. The trees would have already been producing fruit and things like that. Other plants producing their vegetables. And, and they were vegans, okay? They were vegetarians, I guess would be the right way to put it. They were vegetarians. And then they sin and they come out of that. They have children. And at 130 years of age, Adam is 130, from the time he's created, he has his son Seth. Now, he probably had daughters and maybe even other sons between having Cain and Abel. Uh, so there would have been other humans populating and breaking off by this time. And, and now Seth comes along. And so Seth is where we go from Adam to Seth and we can follow the seed all the way to Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ, our Messiah. And so that's why that's so important. So here in Genesis chapter 5, I just want to, I kind of have some fun with numbers, right? So so Seth would was born when Adam was 130. Adam would live to be 930 years old. So he would live another 800 years. Now Seth would live 
um, 105 years, and he would have his son Enosh, and then he would live another 812 years or to the age of 912. So he would live 110, 100, uh, yeah, about 110 years longer past the time his dad, Adam, would have died. So they're living a long time. And a matter of fact, Adam doesn't die historically all that much before, actually pretty close to the flood as far as people go because, so let's try and follow this a little bit. So Seth has a son at 105. That would have put Adam at 245, right? And he has Enos. And Enos has Kenan at 90. So now Adam is just over 500 years old. And then Kenan has Mahalalak at 70. So now Adam is barely 600. And then Mahalaha has Jared at 65 years of age. So Adam's still around, probably, you know, a, a frisky 700-year-old. And then Jared has Enoch at 162 years of age. And, and so if I do my math right, Enoch could have heard stories of the garden from a first-person account, first account from Adam. That's pretty significant. Now, Edom, Enoch would live 65 years and have Methuselah, whose name actually means that the judgment will come or some would say the flood will come. And he would actually, in fact, die the year of the flood. And he would, in fact, be the man that would live the longest at 969 years. So we have a few men during this time that live over 900 years. Methuselah, the longest. Jared was 962 years. He's, I think, the second oldest. And then you have Adam and... Kenan living uh, over 900 years. Well, yes. And so, but but just to understand that by the time Enoch comes along, Adam is still around. Now, that's gotten very, very popular. popular. There could have been literally tens of thousands of people, but they, as a family, they may still have been around. And who knows? I mean, there was story time with Adam. We don't know that. It's not written, but we do know that they passed down history by storytelling, and it was passed down pretty well. And so the, the great thing about Scripture here when you get to a lineage like this is not to miss some of the great nuggets that you have um, in, in all of this and to recognize that, for instance, why, why is Seth mentioned and how do we know anything that Seth is going to be the lineage? And it's the vision of Eve and so he was made that he she saw the image of Adam, of the first man in Seth. Somehow God instills in Adam and Eve that this is the one. Because they probably had other children. In other words, I mean, who is Seth going to marry? Right? So now we get into some of that in chapter 6. But just for us to, to recognize that. Now this all leads to Lamech. Lamech would have Noah at 182 years of age. Lamech would be 182 when he would have his son Noah. Lamech would live to be 777 years old. And so he would he would live a long time while Noah pondered what he was supposed to do. And then he is told to build the ark. And then Noah, at the age of 500, would have Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. And so... Um, and then he would start building the ark, and Lamech would die before the ark is completed. So Lamech and Methuselah are around, and 
And even at the beginning of Noah's life, uh, you would have had, well, potentially I have to go back and do the math. He may or may not have had Enoch, but he would have had others, like Jerry would have still been around and who would have definitely heard from Adam. Well, we can only imagine that he would have been hearing from Adam. So here, here's the reality that, that I'm always struck by when I'm reading through Genesis chapter 5 and, and into 6 is that when we think about Noah going on the ark and Noah who would, who would be the one taking all of these stories because there's only Noah who's going to have these firsthand accounts of what happened from other men, from Adam and Seth and Enos and Kenan and Mahalala and Jared and Enoch and his great-grandfather Methuselah, I mean his grandfather Methuselah and his father Lamech. Noah is on the ark with his three sons. How does all this get passed down from Noah? Noah's a storyteller, and and so he has a pretty good grasp of it. And then as as the story will continue with Noah, we're going to have three his three sons: Shem, Ham, and Jethra. And so from them really is all of the world's population. If there was a flood, which I believe there was, that wiped out the entire population of the world. That all of us actually don't just come from Adam. We do that, but we also actually come more recently. From Noah, so about 1,500 years go by between Adam and the flood, and so Noah is the the guy shepherding us into that. So, what do we take away today? Is that that God is doing great work that He uses people to accomplish His great work that He's worthy of our praise and worship that He's faithful that He keeps His word. Um, he's not going to flood the earth again like he did back in then, and we'll get into that as we get into chapter 6. But just for today, chapter 5, Genesis, what do I take from this? Is, is, is God cared about, us, cared about us, and he had this lineage on this, this planet that was still in pretty good shape back in those days where men lived a long time. And did they become evil? Yes, there was a lot of evil. That's why the flood would come. But he always had a remnant. And... The, for us to think we are way advanced in a lot of things when we live 80 years. <laughs> and boy, do we learn a lot as we move on. But we're only living to be 70, 80, maybe 90 years of age. And by the time we get to then, no one is listening to us. It's hard enough to be listened to when you get over 40. So as I approach 60 very quickly, it's recognizing that there is a reason why God wants us to pass down to our children and our grandchildren the greatness of who he is and the 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 joy of reading his word and reading these these stories these historical events and grasping from them that we can gain from these stories today something that is very practical and so the practical application for me is is that God cared for these people and that he brought them up he brought up a people People living on a planet, a young planet, a new planet, and this new creation that was made in the likeness of of God, the creator, and that this God who loves his creation and in particular loves a particular part of his creation, the people made in his image, that he preserved their story from Adam and Eve through Seth all the way to Noah with those names being accounted for and even... Even as we look at 
for instance, Enoch, who uh, is, there's a great story with Enoch, right? That Enoch walked with God. He had a kind of come to Jesus moment, if you will, and he starts really walking with God or faithfully praying and talking and communing with God. And to the point where at the end, he doesn't die. His son would live longer than any other person, and his son would die before he does, because Enoch never does. And we, and we see that he doesn't from some passages in, in the New Testament. So, wow, I'm getting really long. So here I am past the 12-minute mark. So I apologize. Genesis is great. I would encourage you guys to be reading in it. If you're in the reading about through the Bible in a year, you already have, and I'm going to fall way behind, but maybe one day in the future you'll go back and listen to this these ramblings. But what a great passage that often we can get bored with, but I I love the details that God keeps in his word for us to look at. So God bless you guys. Remember that God is invested in you. He cares about you, the hairs on your head, the years you've been walking, the weeks, the months, the hours that you do things. He cares. He wants to see us moving forward in our relationship with him. So I want to encourage you as you do that to keep your eyes on Jesus and and to go get some time with God in his word. Um, is a good thing. So God bless you guys. Hope you have a great, great day. We'll see you soon.